You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Thunder podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host and founder of BricktownBuckets.com, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. It's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-A-S. You can follow the show on Twitter at L-O-Thunderpod. Email the show, L-O-Thunderpod at gmail.com. Call into the show, 405-362-7128. On today's show, brought to you by Michelob Ultra. Today's episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. Are you happy because you win, or do you win because you're happy? At only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, it's only worth it if you enjoy it. Stay tuned for the Ultra Player of the Week coming up later in this episode. We're going to talk about the first day of the rest of this franchise's history. Are the Thunder winning too much? Was a question asked to Mark Dagnott. LaMarcus Aldrich is on the trading block, and we're going to preview the game against the Dallas Mavericks, including one of the most important storylines moving forward in the second half. Let's start with just how important the second half is for this franchise. Look, if you get Cade Cunningham, or if you get Jalen Suggs, or Jalen Green, or Jonathan Kaminga, or Evan Mobley, and you pair them with SGA, that dramatically changes what your franchise can do. That dramatically changes the trajectory of your franchise. It changes it way more than if you get even the eighth or ninth pick, right? And, and you get a Keon Johnson type, or you get a Zaire Williams type, or a Moses Moody type. You need to get in that top five. You need to get one of those franchise-altering guys because you have enough of the Keon Johnson-like players. You need that that new franchise pillar to go along with Shea now. And this team has not decided what kind of team that they are. We've learned almost nothing in the first half. They sit ninth on tankathon.com right now. They are three games out of the playoffs. They're two games out of being a top four team in the lottery. This season can go any which way for Oklahoma City. The only option the Thunder should avoid is, is finishing ninth or tenth. In the, in the pre-lottery odds. You do not want to finish there. I mean, if you finish ninth where the Thunder are right now, you only have a 23% chance to leap up into the top four and a 5% chance to capture the first overall pick. And of course, those odds dwindle the further you drop in the lottery. This team either needs to make the playoffs because to make the playoffs, it will take your young players performing incredibly well it will take Darius Baisley having a great bounce back second half. It'll take Tail Maldon not hitting the rookie wall. It'll take SGA looking like a star after being snubbed for the All-Star game. It will take a lot for this team to get there. And if that happens, then that is a great sign for their progression. And you can live with not getting that top five pick of your own. But to truly change the course of this franchise, you do need a top five pick. And here's why that there's a a bad narrative going around about, oh, just let other teams lose for Oklahoma City. That doesn't really work. Because if that Houston pick 
is one through four. Houston gets the pick. And you get Miami's pick all the way down at 17. You have to control what you can control if you're Oklahoma City. That's the bottom line. Now, there's still a chance, even as Houston sits top three right now, that they fall to five. But again, if we're going to say five franchise changers in this draft, as things get more clear as we move past the preseason, we're going to say five true franchise changers. That's not just you know, with the only good players in there. There's still some other good players. I think Keon Johnson's a good player. I think that Moses Moody's a good player. I think that those guys are good players, but they're not franchise changers like the top five. And so the best you could do with that Houston pick is get number five. If your pick's the one up there, all of a sudden, your options are open. You have one through any number imaginable. So what happens in the second half will heavily impact the future of this organization. And that's what will be so interesting to watch what happens. And again, you just got to hope that they don't stay stagnant like they are right now. You got to hope that they break out one direction or the other uh, and, and get things going in a direction and not just sitting, you know, ninth, 10th, 11th uh, in the pre-lottery odds. And so Mark Dignant was asked if this team was winning too much and he gave a thought-out answer, and you could tell that he was uh, really thinking about what he was going to say next and, and really taking time to answer it. Barry Trammell asked him straight up, and Barry Trammell said, look, Coach, let's start the second half off with uh, bluntness. And then he said, are you winning too much? And then Barry went on to explain the question about how, you know, if you win too much, the long-term future of the franchise might be changed. And so Mark Dignot says, quote, well, certainly do not block out the long-term vision of the franchise. That's part of the job. The blunt answer is, when I accepted this position, whenever I was hired, I thought it was important to develop a philosophy and culture. A culture that can transcend the stage of the team. We're going to play with a level of toughness. Bluntly, that was the stuff. When we establish this, it should be able to transcend where the talent of the team is. Otherwise, when do you shift? I think it's business as usual for us. Whatever the process and the outcomes fall and the results of the process, that's where they fall. Look, first of all, this is a good answer by Mark Dagnon. I think that we kind of already knew that, that they're going to implement their culture and see what happens, and they're going to try to instill winning. And so this is why, even if the Thunder do tank and do lose games coming up in the second half, you should not worry about them turning into a losing culture. They're not going to do that. Mark has a good culture. The Thunder have a good culture. And everything's going to be going according to plan with the long-term vision of the, of the team in the forefront. And obviously... These quotes, they, they can't just say, hey, we're tanking over here or, you know, hey, we're trying to lose over here because you get fined. You'll get fined by the NBA for doing that. That's why you see them talking this kind of code words, you know, the Sam Presti shifting the odds and, and Sam Presti's looking for that, you know, transcendent talent to it, the empirical odds and things like that. It's all about the lottery odd system and things like that. And I think that the fact that Mark did not just say what she had every right to say, there's no such thing as winning too much kind of tells you all you need to know about what the hope is for the franchise. And Mark always gives very thought-out answers. He always gives great answers. That's why I've said since he was hired that I love talking to Mark and hearing what he has to say in his press conferences. It's, it's really rare for head coaches to be the way that he is. But on a question like that, whenever it's your first day back from the All-Star break and somebody asks you, hey, new head coach of the NBA, are you winning too many games? You have every right to get upset and say, no, there's no such thing as winning too many games. I'm here to win. I'm a basketball coach. And that answer would have been perfectly acceptable. But he didn't go down that route. He, he told everyone what the plan is. And you can read into the context whichever way you want to. 
We still have a lot to get to, like LaMarcus Aldridge and the Spurs parting ways and why that's a really good thing for the Thunder and also a really bad thing for the Thunder. We're going to talk about that coming up and also talk about the rotation because the Thunder and the G League bubble is over for the Thunder and the Blue. So they've gotten their players back, and now you have a full roster in Oklahoma City. We're also going to give an injury update and see which players are out tonight against Dallas and preview that entire game against the Dallas Mavericks. I am fascinated by this rotation and how this rotation will shake out now that you have, I mean, 13, 14 guys who you really want to see get action on this squad. I mean, you really want to see them play valuable minutes, and there's not enough time to get 13, 14 guys valuable minutes in each game. So how do you manage that? How do you decide who gets in each game and and, and who gets the rotational minutes each game? And how does things change from before the bubble to after the bubble for the G League guys? It'll be a lot of fun to watch how Mark kind of navigates that and then I'll lay out the the top names that I want to see get minutes for the Thunder and see what you think of that and and where you guys are at with who you guys want to see play big minutes for the Thunder. But coming up, we're going to talk all about that with Marcus Aldridge included, but now it's time for the Michelob Ultra Player of the Week. It's only worth it if you enjoy it, and I thoroughly enjoyed. I got a ton of enjoyment out of watching SGA last Thursday against the Spurs. He dominated San Antonio. He got the Thunder a win and left the Thunder on a high note entering the All-Star break. It brought me a ton of happiness throughout this last week, thinking back to that dagger he hit from the three-point line against the Spurs. There's so much enjoyment and joy watching SGA play the game of basketball. And we finally get to do that again tonight. He's going to play basketball again against the Dallas Mavericks at home. It's going to be so much fun. I cannot wait. He brings me so much enjoyment whenever I watch him play basketball. Michael Bolcher also brings me enjoyment. 2.6 carbs, 95 calories. Joy creates success. Enjoyment isn't the end game. It's the whole game. Are you happy because you win or do you win because you're happy? And with SGA... I always feel like a winner after watching him play because I just think back to how he was acquired in Oklahoma City and how he's going to be the future of Oklahoma City for many, many, many years to come. And we get to watch him grow and develop into a legitimate NBA all-star, legitimate NBA star moving forward. So that's a ton of happiness for me. I cannot wait to see what he does in the second half. It should be a really great second half, but he's the Michael Ultra Player of the Week. So congratulations to SGA for being the Michael Ultra Player of the Week on the Locked On Thunder podcast. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sport action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and NHL are in full swing. Bet online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything that you can imagine. Bet online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportbook experts. Use promo code Locked On whenever you go to betonline.ag and you receive that 50% welcome bonus. That's betonline.ag, promo code Locked On. We use them to bet on all the Thunder action. So check them out, betonline.ag, promo code Locked On, 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. And then... Head over to our new podcast, Locked on Bets. Betting on the NBA does not have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling, get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow Locked on Bets podcast anywhere you get your podcast from. Brought to you by BetOnline.ag, wherever you get your podcast from. I want to dive in now to, real quickly, this LaMarcus Aldridge story. 
that him and the Spurs have mutually agreed to part ways. Greg Popovich strangely announced this right before they came against Dallas yesterday for Milwaukee. I think that this is, I have a lot of feelings about this as a, as a Thunder fan covering the Thunder. Number one, Al Horford could dramatically help a, a contending team way more than LaMarcus Hodgich. I mean, Al Horford could impact the championship. I don't feel that way about LaMarcus Aldridge. But the big issue is the contracts. LaMarcus is on an expiring contract. Al Horford still has a couple years. But if if it was just player and player type of scenario, no contracts involved, Al Horford is a much better player than LaMarcus Aldridge right now. And so the Spurs believe that they can trade LaMarcus Aldridge and not buy him out. That will be interesting to see if they can pull that off. I really think that Al Horford deserves to be on a contending team. I want to see what he can do in that system on a big stage and in a better system for him than Philadelphia was and kind of prove that he is better than what people said he was entering this offseason. I still have hesitations about if a contending team will be able to take on that contract, but we'll see as we inch closer to the deadline. Now, for Oklahoma City, if you're on the side of making the playoffs, this is a big deal because if you go look at the playoff standings right now, of all the teams currently in a playoff position, I have them all locked in except for three. I think that Memphis, Golden State, and San Antonio are not absolute locks to get into the playoffs. Other than that, I think the field is set. I think that Golden State will get in because of how aggressive that their ownership will be in. So even though they're not a lock, I still feel really good about them getting in. I think that their ownership will be very aggressive and that they'll try to bolster their team and try to improve their team and try to make it. Memphis, I like Memphis. I could see them going either direction in the second half of the season. Uh, I think that they'll make it still, though. And so San Antonio is the real is the real team that can fade here down the stretch. And their numbers indicating that they're playing well above their pay grade right now and will eventually level out. I think that San Antonio will fall out of the playoff picture. And it's up to the Oklahoma City Thunder or the Pelicans or whoever to jump up and get that spot. And the, the Spurs have played all right without LaMarcus Aldridge, but... I still think long-term, this will be a big blow for the Spurs. So I want to dive into the injury update. George Hill is still out with that thumb injury. He's still in a cast. Josh Hall is still out with that knee tendonitis. And then Hamadou Diallo, who I I think many people expected to be back after the All-Star break. He's still out. He's out with that groin injury. Mark says that Diallo is progressing nicely and that he'll be kind of ramping up and on a return-to-play program scenario. Then Josh Hall's also still out with that knee injury, and uh, Trevor Reese, of course, is not with the team. Now, Poku's back. Moses Brown is back from the bubble. What does this rotation look like now? And so, it's let's start with the names we want to see get minutes. I, I want to see SGA get minutes. That's number one. Of course, Lou Dort and Tail Maldon and Darius Baisley are all going to get minutes. And then Al Horford, he's healthy, and if it's not on the back-to-back, he's going to get minutes. So, he's in there, too. So, you have five guys right there, and you're starting five. And then from there, Ty Jerome has looked incredible. He needs to get a ton of opportunity. Poku's back. He needs to get some opportunity to develop here. Roby, Kenrich, those guys need minutes. We're at nine. And then you throw in Mike Muscala, you know, who's a veteran, going to get minutes off the bench. You throw in Diallo whenever he's fully healthy. And then you got Moses Brown. And you got Josh Hall. That's 13 guys. And Mark typically, whenever he had a full arsenal of players, ran a 10-man rotation. But that's already 13 guys, and we have not even mentioned George Hill, who who knows what's going to happen there, Justin Jackson, and Darius Miller. Now, 
for me, of those three, number one, I think that George Hill might be out until the, the, the deadline and just out until they find a trade partner. But if he does come back, obviously he does need minutes too, so that's a 14th guy. Uh, of the two, Miller or Jackson, I'd rather watch Miller if he's healthy and can play because I think that Miller can provide some more upside than Justin Jackson can. But you're running out of real estate and you're running out of minutes for these players. Now, it's obviously a great thing that you are interested and intrigued by this many players on your roster that you want to go 13, 14 players deep. But even a 10-man rotation was stretching things a bit for Mark Dagnon earlier on in the season. I just wonder how he's going to balance all of this. And I think that the priority levels should obviously go towards the young players. And we mentioned it on the second half storyline show, which you can listen to from yesterday, that you know this is a big second half for Ty Jerome and Isaiah Roby and Kendrick Williams. There's going to be a, a numbers crunch coming up that you can't, save all of them unless they all just play phenomenal. Like they're going to have to earn their spot next year and they're going to continue to play very well in the second half. Not to mention getting developmental minutes for SGA, Dort, Baisley, Maldon, Poku. Like I really want to watch Moses Brown too. I think that Moses Brown can show you some things and he played really well in the bubble and he was not just this kind of humongous player out there that dominated due to his size. Now he did some of that too, obviously. It helps being 7'2", but he also showed more flashes than that than he's not getting credit for. So watching how Mark handles this rotation tonight and moving forward as Diallo returns, as George Hill likely returns, watching how he maneuvers this will be one of the most interesting aspects to me of each game. Because if you want to stay with that traditional 10-man rotation, then who are you leaving off? Probably Moses Brown and Josh Hall, obviously. But there's also going to be a third guy that you're leaving off at that point, besides the two ways. And again, that's not even including Darius Miller or Justin Jackson. And it's still up in the air with George Hill as well. So, I mean, like, there's just so many different variables going into this rotation that I find incredibly interesting. And it all starts tonight against the Dallas Mavericks. And again, against the Mavericks, they won't have George Hill, they won't have Diallo, they won't have Josh Hall, and they won't have Trevor Reza. And the Mavericks likely won't have KP. I mean, Kristaps Porzingis played in Wednesday's game against the Spurs, I don't think he'll play again tonight on Thursday on the back-to-back, but maybe he will, maybe he won't, who knows. But that's something to watch for moving forward in the afternoon. Will KP play against Oklahoma City? So coming up, let's preview this game and all the other storylines to watch for beyond the rotation, including Darius Baisley, SGA, the bet of the day outcome, the money ball prediction of the game And who might have a breakout performance tonight? We will get you set for this game against Dallas coming up. But first, I want to tell you about our good friends over at rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family-owned business serving you auto parts online for 20 years. That's right, 20 years ago. You probably didn't know how to work the internet properly. It was a madhouse on the internet. It was a disaster. Every time your landline would ring, all of a sudden the internet would stop working. It was a mess. But... You could have been going to rockout.com and finding all the parts your car would ever need right there on the website. It's a family-owned business. It's it's great. And my favorite part about their website is it's so easy to navigate. I don't know anything about cars. I don't have to know anything about cars. All I have to do is put my make, my model, my year into their database, and they're only going to show me car parts that are compatible with my vehicle. That way, I'm not wasting money on parts I do not need, parts I cannot use, Otherwise, I would be a complete disaster on that website. I don't know anything about cars, so that really helps me out there. And the best part about it is they're not going to upcharge you or they're not going to give you different price points, right? If you go to a dealership or you go to a 
local auto parts store in person, they're going to have different prices gauging you on if you're a do-it-yourselfer or if you are a a true professional and a true you know mechanic. They're going to have different prices for that. Not at RackAuto.com. At RackAuto.com, it's one low price. It's an amazing selection. Reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. RackAuto.com. Whenever you go there to RackAuto.com, tell them that Locked On sent you in the How Did You Hear About Us box, and they'll know what to do from there. RackAuto.com. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. I also want to tell you about our friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is a phenomenal protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. And right now, it's time for Built Bar Madness. That's right. It's March. It's tournament time. It's March Madness time. And Built Bar has all the madness that you crave. And right now, today, you can go vote on the matchup. The matchup for today is... On March 11th, we've got Caramel Brownie in Cherry Barcia going up against Lemon Almond Cheesecake and Carrot Cake with Walnuts. Listen, Lemon Almond Cheesecake has to advance in this one without question. Again, we do have a complicated a complicated matchup with the Caramel Brownie and Cherry Barcia, but i got to go Caramel Brownie. I, I love the Brownie Built Bars. I love Caramel, so I've got to go with Caramel Brownie, and that will advance the next round. So you can get involved with this by going to at Bill underscore bar on Twitter. You can also get involved by going to Bilbo.com and voting there as well. So remember to use promo code LOCKEDON20 to get 20% off your next order. That's LOCKEDON20 to get 20% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar. These things are amazing. I love Built Bars. I have them as a meal replacement for breakfast and they're so filling, so good. They taste incredible. They're low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, and great for the keto diet. Try them out today, right now. BuiltBar.com, promo code LOCKEDON20, 20% off your next order. And so I want to preview this game against the Dallas Mavericks, but first I want to tell you about our good friends over at the Lockdown NBA Draft Podcast. Kid Cunningham, Evan Mobley, Jalen Suggs. How much do you really know about these potential NBA stars of tomorrow? If you want to know more, then you need to subscribe to the Lockdown NBA Draft Podcast. It brings you prospect scouting reports, draft rumors, mock drafts, and full coverage of March Madness four days a week with credentialed draft experts. Subscribe today and follow Locked On NBA Draft wherever you get your podcasts from. So my biggest storyline to watch in this game against Dallas is Darius Baisley. I, I think that Darius Baisley is poised for a breakout in the second half. I really think that he can put it all together in the second half. He had a really, 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 really slow start to the first half. He played really bad for most of the first half. Came on a little bit towards the end. I think he can get over the hump here, kind of settle into this new role, settle into this new environment of NBA life where people are game planning for you and they're trying to exploit all the weaknesses. I think Darius Baisley can be a difference maker in the second half. It starts tonight against Dallas. We talked yesterday about this storyline. I want to repeat it again. SGA on his all-star revenge tour. Now, DeMar DeRozan is the early leader in the clubhouse for how was he not an all-star guy? SGA can take that torch tonight against Dallas, the same opponent that allowed DeMar DeRozan to go off. SGA can have a big night and really cement himself as the all-star snub of this season. And then again, watch for KP. He played yesterday. Will he play today? Who knows? I don't think he will, but I don't know that for sure. So watch that moving forward. Now, the better the day. I've got Oklahoma City plus five and a half from our good friends over at BetOnline.ag. I think that Oklahoma City will win this game outright. 
Oklahoma City plus five and a half, betonline.ag, promo code locked on. You're going to get 50% welcome bonus your first deposit. And so you can use that 50% welcome bonus on the Thunder game and bet Oklahoma City plus five and a half if you believe in me. Now, the money ball outcome. If you are new for the second half, the money ball of the game is who will make the most three-pointers in this game. I've got SGA leading the team in three-pointers, made and just having a phenomenal jaw-dropping, phenomenal game. I just cannot wait to watch it. And of course, as we discussed before, watch for the rotations, watch for who they put in and when they put them in. We will be back tomorrow to recap this game against the Dallas Mavericks. Basketball is back. So excited. Cannot wait to break it all down tomorrow. On the Locked on Thunder podcast, the daily podcast about the Oklahoma City Thunder. I'm Ryland Styles. Follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. That's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. Be good and be good to one another. We'll see you next time on Locked on Thunder. Perfect ending to a historic.